Welcome back to the D2 Nation podcast, ladies and gentlemen. I'm your co-host, Wayne Cavati, and joining me, as always, is a very happy Bethany Bowman. Do you want to tell our guests why you're so happy this week, Bethany? Yeah, well, of course, we have some special guests from Emporia State and the Hornets joining us, and I never promised no MIAA bias on this podcast, and I definitely didn't promise no Emporia State bias on this podcast, so uh, I'm really excited to have them. Here today, of course, worked for Coach Higgins all during undergrad and know Braden very well. So just really excited to have a couple familiar faces. Yeah, yeah. So welcome to the nation, both of you. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. Yeah. You bet. We're happy to be on. Um, so if you've ever seen an episode of the show, uh, you know, we, we always start in the same spot. And that's conveniently the, the beginning. So um, Braden, we'll start with you. You had a nice high school career, but you were all the way over in in Oklahoma. How did you wind up not only in Kansas, but but D2 and Emporia State specifically? Um, you know, I really wasn't uh, too heavily recruited coming out of high school. I had like uh, the Oklahoma D2 schools, like uh, like East Central University in Ada. And then I had a, a JUCO in uh, NEO, Northeastern Oklahoma. But uh, I think, uh, you know, Coach Higgins, Oklahoma relations, you know, I think he just kind of found me and everything just worked out ever since. Yeah, it seems to be working out really well. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. Before we get to, to you, Coach, and your background, Braden mentioned he was a little bit under-recruited, didn't have a whole lot of offers, but that's always been yeah. something that you've been uh, doing a good job there at Emporia State is kind of finding some quarterbacks that end up being pretty good for you. What did you see in Braden and his high school career? Well, uh, it is kind of a funny story, but you are right about that, Bethany. The the last, and Braden is the fourth one, the last four starting quarterbacks that I have had here at Emporia State, uh, they are, all of them were very, were under-recruited. And uh, nobody, I mean, they were they were recruited, but just they didn't have very many offers. The funny story about Braden is this: uh, <clears throat> I, I watched Braden play, and we liked his film. Uh, and he wasn't like on the top of our board by any means. And the reason why is because he's a left-hander. All right, he's a lefty, and uh, I, I usually recruit right-handed quarterbacks uh, just be for the simple fact that it you know, it makes it easy as far as like when you're dealing with their footwork and things like that, you know, lefties, everything's opposite. Uh, so I've never been a big lefty, uh, you know, recruiter guy that recruits left-handed quarterbacks, but Braden, we kind of got in a little bit of a bind and um, I had got an email from a, a booster, a former uh, player here. It's a big supporter of ours uh, that talked about uh, Braden and I recognized the name. Uh, and of course, he's from northeastern Oklahoma in that area, and that's where I first got my start was northeastern Oklahoma State. Uh, and his matter of fact, his mother uh, is in the Hall of Fame there. Uh, she was a great basketball player there. Uh, so there was a little bit of a connection in that, you know, like he said, I'm from Oklahoma, eastern Oklahoma, so a little bit of connection there. And and uh, we brought him up on the visit, and you know, we liked him. I did not, uh, I, I thought he was a, a very good high school football player. Did I think at that time that he was going to uh, have, well, I don't even know what his stats are right now, but just statistically be where he's at. You know, I, I didn't uh, think that. And, uh, but man, he's, uh, he's having a great year and uh, he's doing, he's doing some great things. And he also knows he still has a long way to go to continue to get better. 
Braden, um, you know, we're kind of talking about being under recruited and, and this. What did that kind of? And as Coach said, your numbers right now are ridiculous. He is sixth in the nation in passing. Just if you wanted to know, Coach, uh, does that? Did you have a little bit of a chip on your shoulder to perform the way that like it was that added motivation to you to show, especially in the conference that you're in, to kind of show that you belong? You know, I think uh, I, I think I've just kind of always had a little chip on my shoulder about that. Just, you know, I was from a small town, small school, you know, we weren't really too good at football years past. So you kind of just feel like I've kind of always had that chip, but you know, definitely coming up here, I feel like you you got to bring that chip with you, and I've had to. And oh yeah, stay the same and just keep working. You know. And and coach, uh, we didn't quite get into your background completely. Like Braden, you're from Oklahoma, and you were also an Emporia State quarterback yourself. So you've got <laughs> a lot in common. Um, just talk a little bit more about your pathway into coaching and to Emporia State. Right. Well, uh, Brayden, I was a quarterback here. Uh, there's my jersey, if you guys can see it back there. Nice. The back. Not, Very I, nice. I, I, that, hey, there's no grass stains on it, okay? <laughs> so I didn't play that much. Uh, Brayden was a lot better than me. I just love the game of football because I grew up a coach's son, as did Brayden. So I always wanted to be a football coach. I knew from when I was six years old, that's what I wanted to do. I, I followed my dad around the practice field. I built forts with dummies you know, those dummies that you have and, and played out and rode on the bus with him to games. Uh, I always tell the story that on the sidelines, I would wear a helmet and shoulder pads and I'd be like seven years old and he would walk. And if he stopped, I'd run into the back of him. Well, now, since I'm the head coach here, I, I find myself walking up down the sidelines. And when I stop, he's behind me now and he runs in the back of me. Uh, but grew up a coach's son, always wanted to be a coach. Found out about Emporia State going to a Kansas City Chiefs game uh, on our senior trip uh, after our high school football season and sent my VCR tape that tells you how old I am uh, into the coaches and and put a I tricked them. I put a great highlight video together and ended up here and was here for four years and uh, played for a, a very tough minded coach that I think really has helped me throughout my coaching career just by the guy that, that coached me. So uh that's kind of a, a a long story short i guess you might say yeah yeah uh coach let's stay with you and, and talk about where we are today and the, and the team that you have on hand and you know last year that you know Braden was there and there was a lot of familiar faces um you were six and six um but now this year you flash forward not only are you just one win away from matching that this three-game winning streak that you're on, you know, included pretty much two must-win ball games in beating Washburn and Nebraska Kearney. What has been the difference so far this year, about halfway through the season, that you've seen with this team? You know, uh, that's a great question. I think for us, it is uh, our maturity. Uh, I was going into. I'm going to go back a little bit. Last year, I I, I didn't know what type of team we were going to have, and I thought we exceeded expectations expectations a little bit because we had struggled in 19 we didn't play in 20 uh I think and I'm talking offensively I thought we played really well last year uh because we had you know we 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 didn't return very many starters and then going into this year I thought all right we're going to be really really good offensively and we struggled early on and I I don't know really kind of what the problem was I think maybe just having so many veterans maybe we pressed a little bit um I don't know. I just, I, I do know that with our veterans that we have just 
slowly begin to get better each and every week. And our guys uh, have kept the right type of mindset. They're disappointed when those two losses that we had, because they were devastating both, especially for me and Braden, you know, we're, we're, we're both from Oklahoma and we go down to UCO and, and uh, get beat on the road. You know, I know he had a lot of family there. I have family there too, as well. And then we lost the devastating, you know, a one point loss to, to Pittsburgh state. And if you don't have the type of leadership, I think you could, kind of fold your tent a little bit. And then I was worried about us going to play Washburn, our rival, right after that loss at Pitt because, you know, it took a lot out of us. And and we just responded. And I think from that game on, of course, that's gotten us on this three-game winning streak. We just have been playing at a very high level. And I think it really starts with our guys up front. Our offensive line is – they're playing – man, they are playing so well right now. And that makes us better offensively and – I know Braden can attest to that because the last few games, I mean, he has not been touched and uh, it makes things easy for us uh, in the passing game and especially with our tempo. So I just credit our kids and our coaches, assistant coaches that I got just kind of maintaining uh, kind of our balance and, and just didn't get too down in the dumps. We just, we just kept, and this is what we're kind of saying. We just kind of kept our head down and just kept working and didn't, didn't look up. And here we are. Braden, we'll move over to you for a second and talk a little bit about the Washburn game. Big win, Emporia State is actually involved in two of the oldest rivalries in Division II football. One is Pitt State, and you guys lost that one, like Coach said, 14-13, a one-point loss and a heartbreaker. But the other is the Turnpike Tussle, which you won. And that's always a big game for the Hornets and the Bods that you want to get a win in. What is it like for a player to be involved in two intense rivalries, especially this year with the Gorillas looking like one of the best teams in Division Two? You know, uh, those are just two big games. And I think as like a competitor, you look forward to big games like that. I mean, you want to play the Pitt States, the Washburns, you know, you want to play big games and play tough, good, good football teams. And I think the way we came out and just executed offensively, you know, that gives you a lot of confidence, especially as a quarterback and just as a team, just to really execute and do everything right and just get something going. Sure. Yeah. And, and I think Braden, for you, I think coach talked a little bit about it, but just from to hear it from you, you know, last year you did have that big breakout. You led the MIAA in passing. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, you're right now you're sixth in the nation in passing, but what really stands out to me about you is that, not that you've just thrown 17 touchdowns, but you have one interception, right? Like that, that's, that's hey, knock on wood, knock on wood, <laughs> right? yeah. but th- that's, that's insane. That's insane. What do you think is working so well in this offense that you're being able to execute at this like really high level? You know, I like, like coach Higgins said, you know, it starts up front, you know, with those guys give me all day to throw back there. And then, you know, it's the guys getting open, you know, our receivers do a great job. I feel like we're, always on the same page for most of the time. You know, they do a good job of getting open and finding uh, the grass to run to. And I just try to get them the ball and let them make a play. At, at some point, you just have to, on your end too, you know, you, you just have to be feeling it too, right? Like there yeah, has right. to be a, not not cockiness, but there has to be a confidence level that you, it, you're you in control of the game and you can kind of execute at will, right? Right. You know, I think once we get uh, our tempo going and, you know, get some first downs, I, I feel like I get in a groove when I'm out there and I really just, you know, I feel like we start going fast, but it kind of slows down for me a little bit, just seeing, seeing things. And I think that's just came with, you know, 
playing games, just getting experience. And I think, I think that's helped me a lot this year. And coach, how about the MIAA? Is it crazier than ever this year or what? And what will it take to stay the course, make the playoffs for the Hornets? You know, uh, yeah, it is, it is crazy, but I've been doing this for, I think this is my 16th year here at Emporia State. So like I am, uh, I don't want to say I'm used to it because I'm not, because every Saturday it's the same feeling that I've gotten since day one. My first Saturday game here as the head football coach. Uh, it's just a very competitive league. It's so the coaches are really good. And for us to kind of stay the course, kind of where we're at right now is, is really for us to just think about, we, we can't let, we, we're on a three game winning streak and it's been, a, I mean, it's been a, a, been a while since we've been five and two gotten off to this type of start. I just don't want our guys to listen to uh, people telling us we're doing a good job patting us on the back. You know, we kind of stole a saying uh, from, uh, from a, a former college football coach. He talked to his team about earmuffs and blinders. And that's kind of our, our mantra right now is earmuffs and blinders. You know, let's not listen to, it's nice to get the, uh, for people telling us that we're doing a good job, but we still got a lot more to accomplish. And if we want to get to where we want to get to, we can't afford to look ahead. Uh, we can't afford to, you know, not be ready uh, on, because any given Saturday in this league, you can get beat. So our mindset has to be the same as it was, you know, when we prepared for, every game this year. Like, and I think our kids have been doing a really good job of that uh, where it's not slipping, you know, like, uh, you know, we knew going on the road last week against Carney was going to be a very difficult test for us. And we played really well and we prepared and we were prepared offensively and defensively and guys invested their time. They watched film on their own. They got to do the same thing this week. It doesn't matter who the opponent is. So that's kind of, what you know you talk about us getting to where we want to be number one we don't like to talk about it but we just we need to just stay the course and uh just keep our head down keep our head down and just keep working we'll look up when the season's over and see where we're at yeah yeah and and, you know kind of along the lines of the miaa we bethany and i ask this of every coach in your part of the country but super region three uh it, it it's a nightmare for coaches. It's fun for us to watch, but I know how stressful it is for you. You know, one of the things we talked about with coach Doral is the fact that the MIAA is such a big conference. You don't get to play outside of your conference. So you kind of go into like, if you make it out, you kind of go into those Ferris state grand Valley state games without the experience of knowing anything about GLIAC football until you get to that moment. Just talk about if that's, is that an advantage? Is that a disadvantage and how tough it is just to play in that region? Yeah. Well, the region is off the charts, like you said, and I think all of us coaches, number one, and I get it, it's division two football and you look at money and things like, you know, when, uh, as far as playoff goes and where you're, but if, but you know, like the, uh, you know, the FCS, they, they, when you make the playoffs, there may be five teams from a conference, you know, make the playoffs. And it would be nice if we had it that way. Uh, but it's not. And, you know, I've dealt with it ever since I've been here. So I know what it's about, but um, I think the biggest challenge we have as a conference is uh, when you get into the playoffs, you may not have that familiarity with Ferris state and, and some of those other teams, but every game that we play every Saturday is like four quarters of your starters being basically out there. 
So like we, the last time we were truly in the playoffs was 16. And we, I remember us going in there, we were banged up, you know? So like, that's one of the things I look at where in the, in our conference that is so physically tough and it is, you know, like I said, every Saturday you can get banged up to where I think some conferences they're, they're all very, you know, everybody is, is, has tough schedules and plays tough teams, but there are teams I think that are top heavy in some other leagues where, you know, for the most part, every Saturday in our league. Now you, that's like I said earlier, you have to be ready. So, you know, I think, I think that's just, we have to deal with it. It's a hand we're dealt. And uh, if you, if you go the part of playing non-conference games, I mean, yeah, that that's good too. But then, then what's your draw in the league? Okay. Then who you playing in the league? Are you playing all the top heavy teams? There's so many different avenues, you know? So I don't know. We we were, they did it one year here where uh, in the MIAA, we split. Uh, in 2012, we played in the Kansas Bowl. We finished 10 and two. We were nine and two. We didn't go to the playoffs. All right. And and we played a non-conference schedule and we didn't play any, everybody in the MIAA. So it didn't work out for us. Uh, so I don't know. I'm 50, 50 on it. Like I said, the toughest thing to me, I think is just being, uh, just going into the playoffs, kind of limping in, you know, honestly. Brayden, a quick question for you. You have so many receivers to throw to and, you know, every week it seems like it's a different guy leading, but you know, two big ones have been Corey Thomas and Tyler Common and, um, Cole Schumacher's in there, but Corey and Tyler just both had a 100 yard receiving game in the same game the other day. How good are they and how much fun are they to throw to? You know, they're they're very good. And I, I think that comes from them, just how hard they work, you know. Um, you know, those are my guys. They make me better. You know, they're always pushing me, hey, let's let's get some routes in or, hey, can I get this again? So, you know, just I think the hard work's just kind of paying off for them, you know. Uh, it's definitely a comfortable feeling throwing the ball to those guys, especially if it's up in the air. So, just let them go make plays. For sure. Yeah, it's a fun offense to watch, definitely. Question for both of you guys, as a player and a coach, just what makes Division Two so special, and why do you enjoy being a student-athlete and a coach at Emporia State? <laughs> oh, man, that is a good question, Beth. You know, I I I, I enjoy this, and I, I know you can get this at the higher level, of course, but, you know, the pressure's the same. I believe that. I know I'm not getting – I'm not – on a five-year deal getting $4 million a year. Okay. But I feel the pressure just cause that's coaching, you know, but uh, I think there's something to be said about being at a place where uh, it's, and it's taken me a while to get this figured out. And I still don't know if I have yet, but just the relationships that you have, you know, uh, with your players, you know, and I've been here for 16 years, like I said, and man, I got some great relationships and have been through a lot. Uh, with trying to get this program, uh, you know, back to where it needs to be. Uh, so I think that's the biggest key to me is I, I enjoy coming to work each and every day. I work with a great group of of assistant coaches. Um, you know, it's, uh, yeah, it's nice being at your alma mater uh, as well. Uh, I'm in a location where my family, like my parents are close by, you know, my in-laws live here in town. So you know, I think those there's something to be said about it. You know, the NLI and the transfer portal. We haven't. I think we've had three players in the last three years in the transfer portal. So, 
I don't, we're not dealing with those sort of things. The the NIL has changed uh, college athletics. It hasn't dropped down to our level to where it affects us, you know, and where, where kids are leaving places because of the money and things like that. And that's what I enjoy about coaching at division two. You know, I really do. Um, so now it is on Saturdays. I'm like, man, I'm still coaching the MIAA. This is, this is a grind. Um, uh, but, but I love it. I love what I'm doing. I tell people this all the time. I'm going to keep doing this until I don't feel the way until on, on a, there comes a Saturday where I don't feel the same way, the nervousness, the anxiety, and what am I going to call on third and one? What am I going to call on third and seven in the red zone? What I talk about all week, all those things, you know, so I still have those feelings. And when I don't, then I'll, I'll walk away from it. But right now I love it. And Braden, how about for you? Uh, you know, for me, it's really just been the relationships I've built since I've been here, you know, just the brotherhood and the family atmosphere that Emporia has brought to me because, you know, I'm I'm kind of four and a half hours away from home. And so that's kind of a drive. But, you know, I mean, up here, I'm, I feel like I'm always up here with my guys. And, you know, I really just love that part about the team and just being up here. I think, you know, when you're out there on Saturdays and playing for the guy next to you and, you know, they're playing for you too, you know, I think that's just a great feeling. And, you know, it's just when you get wins, it's, you know, it's the best feeling because it's with your brothers and, you know, you know, you've put the work in together and done all these things together to earn that. So. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, that was um, the, the first part of the show. Now we got to close it out with a little bit of fun and we're going to put you on the D2 nation hot seat and just ask you some rapid fire, quick questions Damn. to close out the show. <laughs> Uh, as always, Bethany is the one that kicks things off, so go ahead and get them started. Yeah, we'll start off easy, guys. Who's your favorite football player and team? Coach Higgins, you first. Oh, my gosh. My <laughs> favorite football player and team? I'm really old. There's probably a lot of them. Uh, man, I'm going to go uh, Tom Brady, and I'm going to say OU basketball. Oh, but you want football, right? It doesn't yeah. matter. <laughs> yeah, I'm a big OU basketball fan. I don't know. I know that's crazy, but that's the truth. I love college football in general. I like to watch teams that, like, Run similar offenses. Nice. But I, I'm, I'm kind of a big OU fan a little bit, Oklahoma. Uh, Peyton Manning used to be my, my favorite quarterback. But now being up here, hanging out with all these Chiefs fans, I've kind of, you know, <laughs> went over to Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. <laughs> nice. Love that. Love uh, that answer. Yeah, of course you do. You're a Chiefs fan. <laughs> um, Braden, start with you. And then, Coach, what is the best football movie of all time? Ooh, that's tough. Um, yeah. Either Remember the Titans or Any Given Sunday. Two good ones. Coach? Man, I'm going to go with Remember the Titans. All the right moves, they're not bad, though. Yeah, that's a good one. Tom nice. Cruise, huh? Yeah. And yeah. I, remember him? Uh, Ampride or Ampipe, wherever he is from. Ampipe <laughs> High School, I think. Nice. Right, Two-part two question here. A little different for each of you, though. So, Braden, we'll start off with you first. What is in your headphones pregame? Uh, usually a little bit of Little Wayne, some Kanye, and I'll throw a little bit of classic rock in there. Mix it up. What do you consider, as a young person, classic rock? I'm, I'm, I'm afraid to hear this. Great question. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think of, like, uh, Def Leppard, Led Zeppelin, okay. you know, all them. All, all right. Gun, you know, like Van that. Halen. Oh, yeah. Nice. Is that fair, Wayne? Is that fair? Yes, yes. I mean, that's what I grew up on. 
Okay, and Coach Higgins, if you had one game, you could go in the locker room. What about my playlist? I know, I know uh, that we're getting there. If if you could go put a big speaker in the locker room and play whatever you wanted for the guys, what would it be? Well, I'm gonna play uh, uh, Larry June. I'm gonna play uh, Van Halen. I'm gonna play uh, Garth Brooks. I'm gonna play uh, uh, Little Baby. I'm gonna play. Is that right? I'm gonna play. Um, I got one more here. Uh, I'm gonna play. God, what is it? I can't think of it right now. Oh, Molly Crew. Mm-hmm. Nice. So there you go. Hey, I tell people all the time I'm eclectic when it comes to music. I, right? That, I that shows right extreme, there. One extreme to the next. <laughs> yeah. I'll yeah, even was... throw some Ariana Grande on there too, maybe. <laughs> That's definitely not the for, best. Not list. in the locker room, though. Not before a game. <laughs> That's definitely the best list we've ever had on the show. <laughs> uh, Brandon, you first. What is um, what's your, like your favorite binge-worthy television Netflix type of show that you could just sit down and watch in one sitting? Uh, the most recent one was Stranger Things. Nice. I, I really like Stranger Things. Coach, how about you? Um, I'm gonna say Lost. Oh, that's a good one. That, yep. Oh, and Breaking uh, Breaking Bad. That's a good that's one. That's a good one. Yep. Yellowstone. Well, I like Yellowstone too. Been good. Uh, Halloween's right around the corner. What's the best candy ever, Coach? You first. Laffy Taffy. <laughs> nice. Um, probably Sour Patch Kids right now. It's a good one. That is the that's that might be my favorite Sour Patch Kids. Um, okay, last question, uh, Braden, you first. What's the first thing you buy if you win the lottery? Ooh, first thing I buy if I win the lottery. Sour Patch Kids. <laughs> I don't even know. Um, probably anything. I mean, if I got that much money, <laughs> I'll just probably be spending it. <laughs> nice, Coach. How about you? I'm gonna buy my wife a new house. And, and hey, and a set of brand new set of golf clubs. There you go. Perfect for the off season. Yeah. Yes. Uh, coach, just because the other day I saw in the local news interview that you've been really up in your lingo game. What's your favorite your favorite hip word that the oh, uh, well of course, like I said, I'm gonna just go with some of those that grip, drip. Uh what was another one? I, I heard another one the other day. I uh, had no idea what it meant. Um, yeah, I don't even want to say it because I'm, I'm scared I'll say it wrong or it might mean something that is I shouldn't say. So I'm just going to go with those I know. Grip, drip, lit, uh, swag is old, right? No, don't use that anymore. But And then there's maybe a couple others. But I'm just nervous to because I don't really know what they mean. I've just heard them. <laughs> I love it. I'm the same way. Don't worry. Uh, well, um, you made it through the hot seat and thank you again so much for joining us. We're going to, we're going to let you go get some rest and get ready for the rest of that tough uh, MIAA spe- uh, schedule, but um, uh, good luck. And, and thank you again for joining us. Thank you. you bet. Thanks for having us on. Uh, absolutely. Remember before we go D2 nation, we need your support. So give us a like, give us a follow. We're on Google podcasts, YouTube, Apple Podcasts and anywhere else you want to listen to, uh, listen to us and watch us. So, um, you know, give us a follow, give us a like, and we'll see you next week on the D2 Nation.